Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt. Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. I'm Rocket Suka Lamera. David Starr. Support Wrestle Talk. You are watching Wrestle Talk. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk and please subscribe now. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Because they talk about wrestling and I like it. Support Wrestle Talk. Go subscribe. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Luke Owen is. Both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. There was a huge shock <laughs> return at NXT TakeOver Wargames 2019. I am Luke Owen. This is El Fakador, Laurie Blake. Welcome to our TakeOver Wargames highlights and silly, um, stupidly called lowlights because really there were no lowlights on this mm. pay-per-view. This was all highlights. What a show, mate. Yeah, what an amazing package of matches. Yeah. I think it, like my only criticism of the entire show would be that there wasn't as much story it didn't like the, because there were no titles on the line in a lot of the matches mm-hmm. it didn't have quite like that pomp and circumstance that you normally get with a sort of takeover where it feels like everything's very important however everyone went out and absolutely crushed it they were takeover level matches obviously yeah. across the board and two war games matches particularly were, were absolutely fantastic a highlight and yeah the the women's war game match i think was the match of the night for me probably. complete i know yeah. i've got to agree with you i thought the women's match we'll come to that in a second but first let's talk about that shock return uh, mm-hmm. the one that adam cole is reacting to in the thumbnail that you have clicked upon kevin owens was the fourth hey. man they teased it all night long um champa even leading up to the paper you were saying we've spoken to a fourth man mm-hmm. um and then on the night champa lee and dijack all made their entrance but there was no fourth man there and then once adam cole got in and that was all of the undisputed era in and all the good guys were in Commentary team said, we haven't been told that the match is officially underway, which they'd set up earlier in the night Mm -hmm. because a lot of people were taken out of that match. So they said, like, we've now been told this match is starting. But so they were playing off of that for a while and it sort of building that anticipation. And then they did the countdown clock and there was like a ka-chung. And then it was more silence. And just be started laughing off because it was no one. And then all of a sudden... Bobby Fish got gobby. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin Owens makes a shock return. 
Crowd goes ballistic he's for it. He's wearing the old school KO he, NXT t-shirt. Exactly. He's got his NXT, the NXT logo on the back, and he's got the yeah the the, the um, duct tape yeah, logo yeah. and stuff. It looks absolutely awesome. He looks so happy to be there, just yeah. like basking in this crowd reaction. It was, oh, it was an incredible moment. It was my favorite thing about the match. Yeah, it was. I, I just it was such a good choice to send like KO back as well. Like, I think they 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 built it. Enough. On. Yeah. I, don't, like, I don't know what the what you take coming out of it with Kevin Owens, like because he's you know tomorrow he's going to be literally in a match against Champa, yeah. who's just helped tonight. But in a sort of isolated, if you go like, well, th- that doesn't exist as part of the regular canon of WWE, then it's an amazing little bit of a moment for like old yeah. school NXT fans as well to see like now totally. we're back in a we're back in a stage where. On the same night, Finn Balor and <laughs> Kevin Owens have both competed on an NXT. They're card. back in NXT. Yeah, yeah we're back, then, back in NXT like two 20, years ago, 2015 like, yeah. again. And actually, isn't it, you, you're bringing up an interesting point there, which is there was no mentions or really no build to Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Like there, it never felt like NXT were in a war with Raw and SmackDown or vice versa. Yep. There were no Raw and SmackDown stars on this show whatsoever. This was an NXT show. Yeah. And it felt like it was an NXT show that was in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Like there were pockets of mentions of Survivor Series here and there, but it never felt like Survivor Series was an overall deal for them. No. It just felt like an NXT show, which I, I know I said at the start of the stream, that's what I wanted it to be. Yeah, I think like they, this, their plan all along was to do this show and then Survivor Series was obviously something that was thrust upon them as a sort of, well, we can get you some more numbers yeah. on Wednesdays if we do put you in Survivor Series. So it, it makes sense to keep them out, keep that out of it because otherwise you're just, you're doing a whole pay-per-view that builds to another pay-per-view. Yeah, it's like one big pre-show. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's just ridiculous. And... Um, I think it worked because, like, at, in that opening promo package, they had Shawn Michaels saying, "Like, you know, the the NXT has gone to war, but they've forgotten about what was happening on the home front." And mm. then that is where War Games is, yeah, kind of settling everything, which uh, just makes sense. And then it mean it does make the Kevin Owens appearance problematic storyline wise <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. So hopefully they build into it, but. But then again, I thought it was problematic on Friday SmackDown where you've got mm. Triple H, Road Dogg, and Shawn Michaels leading this charge and Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa are just fighting on the same yeah, side. Like two like feet with, away from each yeah, other. Like yeah, like Keith yeah. Lee and Dijak are fighting alongside the Undisputed They hated each like... other so much that they were like, we need to get another ring and a big old cage round it yeah. to settle it. Yeah. But if we're going to put on T-shirts and we're going to go against the other guys, then that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it is, it's always been problematic, really. That's why I do not like Survivor mm. Series in, in that sense. But it was wicked to see Kevin Owens back in a sort of an NXT-style match as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. And, like, the Canadian Destroyer on the, the sort of the metal partition between the two rings. Mm. Bonkers. Yeah. But he just walked in. He walked into that match like a, like a returning god yeah. of NXT. Because he... he gets in the ring and he hits a pop-up powerbomb is the first thing he does. He does like a big, basically like a Tazplex, essentially. <laughs> yeah. like he does a, he then powerbombs Kyle O'Reilly onto Fish or vice versa. Yeah. Then hits a stunner on Adam Cole within seconds. So he, he's walked in and he's just gone like, here's my arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. He looked like he was having so much fun mm-hmm. in that match. And it really like, I felt that match got so much better once all eight guys were in there mm-hmm. and, and, they, and it went crazy. So yeah, Kevin Owens returning was a big, big deal for this night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think we sort of said this in the live reactions. For me, it felt like a one-off. Yeah. I don't think this was a, this isn't like Finn Balor or Breezango returning to NXT or Killian yeah. Dane. This felt like a one-off appearance 
He'll still be part of Team Raw tomorrow and he'll be against Team NXT. Mm -hmm. They might do something in there, but he will be a part of Raw come Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I just, you could play off the angle here. Be like, well, he helped Team NXT last, he helped yeah. Champa last night. I'm just glad they built something from that sort of that <coughs> angle on Raw where yeah. the Undisputed Era beat him down. Because they've clearly built nothing between the dissension between Undisputed Era and Triple H because they were fighting mm. alongside each other on Come SmackDown. That was that was in case they ever built in the sort of Triple H is going to be the on team champer yeah. here or, you know, whoever was available to fill that last spot. Yeah. I'm just glad they did something out of it. Yeah, it was really good. Um right, the other big bit of news coming out of this show is uh on the pre show, it opened with Mia Yim mm -hmm. being beaten up backstage and she's all hurt and stuff. Mm -hmm. And really concussed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and you've got Ripley there and Candice LeRae and uh you know and um Tegan Knox being like, Oh my god, you're so hurt. And Dakota Kai so they go like, Oh no, you're so hurt. Man, oh no, I can't oh dear, how I can't hurt you you're are. so hurt. Oh dear. Shifty eyed dog that she is. <laughs> and then uh, Mia Yim gets taken to a local medical facility and again Dakota Kai's there go like oh guys I can't believe it what she got attacked no yeah. what and Ripley's, really <laughs> Ripley's like uh, well Dakota like Regal comes over and goes like well you're the captain it's your decision Ripley taps her on the back and turns around she's like well, do you want in then? And she's like, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't prepared anything. And she's like, you want Shayna, don't you? She's like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> she was in her gear, all yeah. ready to go. And so Dakota Kai replaced NWO, those NWO pants. Exactly. She got them from she'd Angel Garza. Foreshadowed <laughs> it. She'd been foreshadowing it. She was wearing NWO gear. Mm -hmm. She's already a baddie. And then, um, yeah, so she replaced Mia Yim in the match. Mm -hmm. And when she was third in for her team, she just turned around and beat the ever-loving F out of Tegan Knox, her team kick partner, slamming her knees into the door. Um, that was brutal. It was, such, it was such a vicious beatdown. Gave her a wicked beatdown. And Shayna Baszler is pissing herself laughing <laughs> at all of this. It was wonderful mm -hmm. scenes. It was, it was so well done, I thought. Like, it, was, it was such a good... Um, I think... It also, in my mind, I was like, I thought the Dakota Kai heel turn was on its way. And I was just like, I think it's going to happen in the match to like give Team Baszler the win, basically. And I mm. think just doing it where they did it on the ramp just completely changed the dynamic of the match in a way that I was like, well, you know, giving someone an advantage to get the win right at the end of the match is kind of a usual thing for these sorts of affairs. Like Roddy has done it previously. Yeah. So having it happen like on the ramp and then not even be involved, like to just be like, well, I've just taken two members of your team out because Dakota Kai just gets sent out of the arena and Tegan Knox is unable to compete. Yeah. It completely changed the, the, the complexion of the match. It was so interesting. And made, yeah, and then made all the sort of psychology of it brilliant. I, and I just thought the storytelling throughout the women's match elevated it. Like, I think the men's match had bigger spots, crazier stuff happening, but this just elevated the women's match above it in my eyes because I was just so gripped by all the story. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I thought the, the women's match, yeah, for me, was my match of the mm. night because of that, because there was that real story element to it. <coughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so Dakota Kai has turned heel, and within this match, even though she was downed by a two-woman deficit, it was just Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae against the world of Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, and who am I missing... Uh, who am I missing? The fourth one. Kevin Owens. And um, <laughs> in all of that man, it was Kaylee Ray. Thank you very much. Yeah, United Kingdom champion. Yeah, I don't uh, remember who else you'd said then. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Rhea Ripley pinned Shayna Baszler. Mm. Brilliantly hit the riptide through two chairs that have been stationed together and like a bridge. After um, handcuffing herself to get out of the Kirifuda clutch. Yeah, which is really, really nice. So, yeah, so Rhea Ripley has now pinned Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Adam, Co- sorry, Tommaso Ciampa pinned Adam Cole in the main event. So you've got to think that's now setting up your two title matches next. Yeah. Um, so we're either getting those at the TakeOver show that comes at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Or at the takeover show they announced for February. Yeah, in Portland. Yeah, in Portland. So that's two back to back. Like that's over Portland. That's two. That's monthly pay per views there. Yeah. Are you? I mean, I don't know if they're going to be switching to a monthly schedule. Schedule. Yeah. Maybe they'll do or like schedule. smaller sort of. Um, maybe the the sort of non, the ones that are just called an NXT takeover that we're announcing for like because the Portland one felt very like a lazy announcement because it was yeah. like here's some shots of trees so you yeah. know it's Oregon like, <laughs> yeah. it's a... there's a trail over there you know it's Oregon <laughs> yeah, now yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, it was just maybe there'll be like sort of smaller ones like maybe less important matches I don't know because mm. you can't just keep going well we're just going to have one month builds to pay-per-views yeah for these for title matches in NXT because that just it clearly doesn't work like what I think what's been brilliant about NXT uh, for the whole time I've been watching it, is that because they have less pay-per-views, there's more time to make those matches feel important, which loops back around to what I was saying at the beginning, is why some of these matches tonight didn't quite go over the top, like Matt Riddle, Finn Balor, mm. um, and the, the three waves, because it didn't feel like the stakes were quite high enough. They weren't like really big, long feuds that were building yeah. up to this moment, or they weren't really for a title. So it was all for it. Kind of the the rewards weren't quite there. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if there are going to be more of these. But mm. as we know it at the moment, it's just, there's one in January and there's one in February. And I don't know because they've announced Worlds Collide for the night before WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so they've not announced like a full NXT show. So, well, it's one to keep an eye on. But I don't, I don't think there's any been Maybe reports they get their of own like, WrestleMania. Yeah. Like. There's there's been no reports of there being a a mm. monthly pay-per-view switch for, for NXT so one to keep an eye on uh, and speaking of those other matches that happened on the night uh, the two matches the sort of like the, the filling between the war game sandwich mm-hmm. bits of bread um, was that Pete Dunne beat Killian Dane and um, I, call him punishment, I didn't call him Punishment Martinez then Damien Priest Killian Damien Priest <laughs> Killian Damien Priest um, to earn a shot against Adam Cole Bebe for the NXT Championship tomorrow at Survivor Series that's if Adam Cole is not dead well, yeah, because Cole took one hell of an air raid crash off the top of the war game cell mm-hmm. through two tables. Um, and Britt Baker was there to see it. Yeah, we didn't mention Yeah, Britt Baker was there to, to <clears> view uh, yeah, got her a men- boyfriend. Got, got, was shown on screen, got a mention from Mara Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's Adam Cole's girlfriend. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole tomorrow. That should be a really fun match. Um Kind of gutted that Adam Cole hasn't had much more of a build for the Survivor Series match. It's just here is a match for you. Yeah, it's a showcase, isn't it? It's, it's a showcase, yeah. like which here. is good. Yeah, yeah. because they'll put they'll put on a real good match. Yeah, if he's one hundred percent. Well, yeah, we'll certainly <laughs> Otherwise see. He might be wheeled to the ring. Right, so let's go through some of your uh, super, super, super chats uh, from this. Um, I mean, uh, I've done this very poorly. I You've mean, not worked this out at all. Oh, uh, no, and I, I said to you as well that I was going to. You're going to get it all set up ahead of time. So I was going to get it all set up it. ahead of time, and I've, I've completely balls it up. So it's can you, late here, so. Yeah, know. can you fill for time for just a second while I do this? Yeah. I'll tell a bit more about the uh, the War Games matches. Please do. Um, so, the, like, the men's one, I, I just thought the kind of break. There were so many points during the men's one where I was like, I just think everyone's going to die. Like, I just, <laughs> every, every point where they were just setting things up, like, there were so, also, there were so many moves that landed on people's faces. Oh, yeah. Um, like, just slight miscues and stuff like that. But it, it, 
fortunately that like and they, we just saw the referee put the gloves on at one point we we're like so who is who is who is it that's bleeding you yeah. can tell um i think it was maybe just like precautionary because so many people have been bonked on the head but what an incredible match like to to build to the point where i think my one of my favorite moments before the kevin owens thing was building to Keith Lee coming in and mm. how oh, yeah. the Undisputed Era perfectly worked up the crowd to the point of like fever pitch when they were just screaming, oh, basket is glory, yeah. for him to like come in because they'd just done this perfect beatdown and dismantling of Champer and Dijak. So yeah. you're just like, we need Keith Lee now. Yeah. It was so clever and so good. So, so good. Right, well, let's get into those super, super, super chats. First one comes in from I Am Error, who I don't think was a fan of the women's war games match. And uh, they, they write, I couldn't believe two women beating four women um, uh, with, I think it's written with WPM, but maybe that's weapon. So I think they're just saying that it's unbelievable that two, uh, that Rhea Ripley and um, Candice LeRae were able to beat Baszler mm-hmm. and Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray and Bianca Belair. Yeah. But everyone ended up down from all of them like so I think it was I think it was done quite well because they s- separated off Candice into that other half of the ring with Bianca and Kaylee Ray and Io yeah. Shirai and then the big moonsault happened that kind of wiped everyone out <clears throat> which left Baszler and Ripley to have a couple of minutes on the other side of the ring and yeah. they finished up what they were doing in a couple of minutes. So. Yeah, and Kaylee Ray did get a dive in onto uh, Rhea Ripley, but she took her out. So and it really bit, was... Yeah. So it's kind of a case that all the other women just sort of wiped themselves out to leave it to be just those two. Yeah, and so I think never, was... For me, it never really felt like Baszler looked rubbish or any of the other well, it's women not like, looked it's rubbish. Not, yeah, it's not like Rhea stood there. It's not like Rhea Ripley stood in the centre of the ring at one point while four people attacked her and she just fought them all off. Yeah. Like, she found herself in the very fortunate situation of going one-on-one with the champion. Yeah in a match with loads of people in it. And it was just kind of blind luck that that happened. Completely agree. Um, and lastly, from Blanco Mac, uh, Blanco Mac 11, he just says, Omnishane return confirms. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Kevin Owens is is getting in a prominent role here. So mm. who knows? But thank That's you. S- back in his place. <laughs> thank you all so, so much for watching. Um, later on today, there will be a 10-minute review of TakeOver Wargames presented by these two handsome chaps right here. And then Ollie and Pete will be back later on after that to do the full WrestleTalk live review. Um, and then they're going to be here to live stream their reactions to Survivor Series. Mm. Um, and then they'll be doing a highlights and lowlights, their 10-minute review. And then... These two handsome pricks will be back once again on Monday to do the WrestleTalk live review of Survivor Series. So there is no shortage of content coming your right. way. And then it's Raw again. No, then it's bloody Raw again, yeah. It's never ending. <laughs> <laughs> there will never be... Get back on the wrestling carousel. There will never be a win. It's like that um, uh, Mitchell and Webb sketch about football. It's yeah, like, there yeah. will never be a winner of the football. <laughs> it's just going <laughs> to keep going in perpetuity. <laughs> So there will never be a winner of the wrestling. We're just going to be here till our dying days. And I can't bloody wait to spend it with all of you lot. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.